T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yo, Holmes! Lawrence Holmes. Holmes runs it really well. Noon to two. Holmes doing what Holmes does. On Sports Radio 670 The Score. Yo, Holmes! And 670thescore.com. In Odyssey Station. Red Hot Mark DeRosa with a three-game home run streak. Deep to right this time. Austin Kurtz will watch it go. Four in a row. With a win blowing in. His seventh home run. Over his last 16 games. So seven homers his last 16, Bob. His career high in a single season was 13 prior to this year. Mark DeRosa had a couple of his best years as a pro playing for the Chicago Cubs. That 2008 season, 857 OPS is staring at me. For 149 games, that, that'll definitely work. Now he does an incredible job on MLB Network as co-host of MLB Network's MLB Central, which you can watch here, 8 a.m., plus MLB Network. They've got the Braves and the Dodgers coming up at 2 o'clock our time. He's nice enough to join us here on the Circa Resort and Casino Hotline. Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. D-Row, thank you so much for joining me, man. I really appreciate it. No, thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. So I was watching you on MLB Central a couple days ago, and you did this five-minute breakdown of Seiya Suzuki, and it was dope. Like, seeing what what the producers were doing for you and the way that you were kind of rocking the Telestrator, asking them to run it back so you could, <laughs> you could show what was going on. When you watch this guy, and he's only been here a week and a half, but when you watch him, what are you seeing? I mean, I think I'm seeing what uh, what the fans are seeing at home. He doesn't give away any any at bats, and and that's that's hard to do. I mean, especially in today's you know specialized world of pitching, where the ball is exploding, you're really not getting to see the starter more than twice in a game, so you're having to cover. Like, I go back to when we had meetings. We focus strictly on the starting pitcher, and then maybe you dabble in a few relievers and take a look at who their high leverage guys are. Now you got to run the gamut because there's a chance you see a ton of different pitchers and different arm angles in a series. Um, they're not giving you a chance to get comfortable. So I think for me, the, the beauty of what I see with him is just his ability to control the strike zone, to control the at-bat, to dictate the at-bat to the pitcher, to stay in and knowing that he's got some light tower power to begin with, um, just a pretty, pretty elite hitter. And, and I always felt like 
you know, Kosuke Fukudomi came over with us in the 2007, 2008, kind of right in that pocket. And there's a ton of pressure for him to get. He got off to he got off to that opening day where he hit the three for three and hit the homer off Eric Gagne, and then it kind of started to go south for him a little bit. I always feel like, especially for a guy like Seiya Suzuki, to come over and to get off to a hot start and to be able to relax and to drive to the yard relaxed and to know that the fans are are starting to fall in love with you and they're going to give you the benefit of the doubt if you struggle a little bit. I always think, like, man, getting off to this nice start certainly got to help them. What are the things that, that maybe we don't take into account when we're talking about a player coming over for, for another league and the, the pressures that they're under both personally and professionally? Well, I think first off is, is the language barrier, right? How are you going to endear yourself to the guys in the team if you can't communicate with them fully? Um, I think that's always number one. You want to be comfortable when you walk in the door. So how comfortable is Suzuki? I'm sure he's a heck of a lot comfortable now getting off to the start he's got gotten off to. But just being able to interact with your teammates in, in the downtime and then I think it's going out there and trying to understand how big league pitchers are going to attack you, um, what their fastballs play like, uh, what, what the breaking ball plays like. I mean, you can tell yourself to your blue in the face that, that you got an idea and watch video of Corbin Burns or a Brandon Woodruff or an Adam Wainwright. But until you get in a box and are able to track all their pitches, you don't truly have an understanding of, who's got a little sharper bite on their breaking stuff, who's got a little late life through the zone on their fastball, who's got a little bit more ride on their two-seamer. So I think he's getting a chance to kind of cut his teeth. And, you know, teams are going to try and make adjustments on him second time through, but I'm, th- I'm sure he's going to have to make adjustments back. Dero, when I was watching video of, of Seiya, in Japan, I fell in love with the leg kick. I was like, man, you know, the, the the loading mechanism for him on the leg kick is pretty dope. He shortened that here. How hard yeah. is that to do th- that quickly, like, into your major league career to, like, completely kind of change what your swing looks like? You know, it's funny you say that because I think back to Otani coming over and he kind of struggled his first spring and, and – as he progressed and started to find what he's, I mean, obviously what he's become now, he shortened it down too. I I think talking to a lot of veteran hitters that played kind of in my generation as young players and then are kind of either still in the game but at the end of the rope or have just retired recently, you have to eliminate as much movement as possible up there just because of the sheer velocity and sheer explosion of the stuff they're saying. I, I think to Buster Posey, he was a high leg kick guy when he first came up in 2010. Had a little bit more play in his hands. And then last year to watch him kind of recapture glory, it was a different guy at the plate. Um, it was a guy who wasn't really getting that huge high leg kick. He he raised his hands a little bit higher to be be more direct and take a little bit movement out. So... The fact that he's able to make these adjustments, but what he does understanding the strike zone, I think, and understanding what he does well is what's been most impressive because, I mean, it's only normal to be a little nervous and, and you know, when you're in a slump, so to speak, you want to hit yourself out of it. 
And sometimes the best thing to do is during a slump, Chipper Jones always used to say to me, try not to go over four because it seems like that's every night. So it's like, what do I do? Work a walk, go for three one night, get a bunt down, go for two with a walk instead of taking a collar. It just seems like he gives himself a chance every time up. When you made the, the, the comparison to Aramis Ramirez, like my ears perked up. Yeah. I was like, let me, let me, let me rewind that because I, I want to I see it. So when you say that there are elements to what Suzuki is that remind you of Aramis, what are you saying? Well, I always try and look at a guy's setup and their body movements, right? Like he, he kind of hangs his bat out in front of him at the start, and that's something that was like a kind of a signature move for Aramis his hands like in front of his face, almost getting ready to just destroy the baseball. And then I look at the ability to go gap to gap and then the ability to have tough ABs consistently with runners in scoring position. And, and that was always Rammer's big calling card. Um, nobody on. Yeah, he was probably not as locked in as when it was second and third and one out. But, man, just a, a, a guy who could sniff out a, an RBI and just consistently. It didn't matter if we were at PNC in Pittsburgh on a Tuesday or we were in Yankee Stadium with uh, fans breathing, breathing down their throats. He just always seemed to have the ability to have consistent quality ABs and stack them, stack them on top of each other. I know that you guys were in the league around the same time, but do you know David Ross in any any minute? I know David very well. What do you think of him? I absolutely love the guy. I, I mean, he is. I'll say I'll say this about David Ross: the thing I respect most about him, obviously, is the career he's had grinding it out peaks and valleys of of being a backup catcher and working himself into a starting catcher and being a mentor and being selfless uh, as a manager and as a player, wanting the best for the guy next to him, even if it took kind of a tough conversation. And there's not too many guys that have the ability to tell you the, the honest truth, good, bad, or indifferent, and get the same reaction, whether they're telling you the greatest thing or the worst thing. He is um, just an absolutely awesome guy to be around. I love that this team looks like, to me, a team that is is going to be easier for him to kind of assert himself as the manager because they're less of his teammates that, that are now on the team. And so it also looks like, to me, D-Row, that, that they're trying to put an emphasis on bat on the ball. And, and getting balls in play, yeah. which I think plays to his strength as a manager. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah, it had to be a little bit awkward having to manage some guys trying to go out and take the ball from John Lester when, I mean, John Lester's probably 60% of the reason that David Ross ended up. He might be more percentage of why he ended up in Chicago to kind of be his personal catcher those two or three years there. But this team definitely will kind of mirror what their manager believes in. And I, I have seen that where they're focusing on more bat-to-ball skills. But I think the thing for me is that the honesty's in the room. Um, and it, they're kind of building towards something. And they know they can go and talk to him at any time. 
I think the thing that kind of jumps off out at, uh, at me was what the Anthony Rizzo's and the Chris Bryant's and the Javi Baez's did in a Cubs uniform. I mean, that stuff might never be matched. I mean, I certainly thought about what it would be like to be on the team that broke the curse. You put that uniform on, that's all you think about. So for them to do the heroic things that they were able to do in 2016 will never be forgotten. But then you see them move on, and you're kind of expecting this, not a long rebuild, but you're expecting like a, a, a reimagining. And that's what I think Jed Hoyer's done. Like the Seiya Suzuki, the Stroman deal kind of came out of left field for me. The fact that they were in on Correa, I mean, it kind of just seems like they want a different feel moving forward, and I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. I think they're set up for uh, a ton of success rather quickly. Well, D-Row, I appreciate you jumping on, man. Uh, the show's fantastic. MLB Central, I check it out. Take take good care of my friend Sierra Santos, who's doing quick pitch over there. Yeah. She's, she's good people. Uh, and, and thanks so much for being on the show, man. I appreciate it. No, thanks for having me, man. I enjoyed it. That is Mark DeRosa. Man, I want to have him on more often. He is fun to talk to. I love guys that know Rossi, too. And the thing is that Rossi is a little sandpapery, and I like that about him. I highly recommend, and I've said this since we've been doing the David Ross show, you should read his book, Teammate. Like, you should you should order it. I read it as soon as Mitch told me. He's like, hey, I know that you had the thing where it was you and Joe, but now it's going to be Rossi, so we're going to do that still. I was like, oh, okay immediately order David Ross's book and read it cover to cover. If you want to know like what influences the manager of the Cubs and how he got to this point, you will enjoy it. And the foreword was written by Theo. So you'll dig it. Great stuff from d I'm glad we got him. We got we to gotta keep him. We got to get him back on the show the, the next time. Make sure you watch him on MLB Central 8 a.m. hour time on MLB Network. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.